Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Garbage Time Sports. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs, and with me is my man, BT. What's up, y'all? Okay, so let's dive in. Uh, BT's going to take the reins, and we're going to... Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. We're not going to talk Bulls first. That was my fault. We're going to talk uh, Razorbacks first. Razorbacks? So, yeah. Uh, men's basketball. And talk me off the ledge, brother, because all week okay. long, I've been sharing stories left and right about transfers away right. from the U of A. Right. The only thing that I've shared last week was about our incoming recruits, which is great, right. but why is everybody jumping ship? Is this... Is, okay. There's not enough room? What's going on? Okay, it, Essentially, yes. Essentially, yes. That's what you're looking at. So, like, uh, something that drew a lot of attention for reasons unknown to me, um, and that's not even trying to say anything bad about the young man, but Connor Vanover's uh, announcement to enter the transfer portal. That, like, ruffled some feathers for Razorback fans, and not, like, in a sense they were mad at Connor, but there were, like, kind of a sense of panic, like, oh, we're losing, losing all of our size. And, like, Connor played two games this whole season. Um, he's a seven-footer who has a pretty jump shot. Um, he needs to develop more. He needs to work out more. But entering the transfer portal, I think, is the best thing he can do because it gives him a chance to play out the rest of his eligibility. Maybe if he takes it serious and really bulks up, he can may, actually get some playing time, may, and maybe even move on to the next level, whether it be NBA. Yeah, well, yeah or, they're always looking for a seven footer. So if you can mature, exactly, then exactly. Remember back when they used to bring them out of high school just because they were seven over seven yeah, foot tall? Exactly. But you know, the, the NBA's and, changed now too. And I'm where, not going to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. I played NBA 2K. You know how hard. It it is to get a center that's seven foot tall modern NBA <laughs> yeah, yeah the, all the everyone's it seems like across the board everyone in uh, the NBA is like six foot ten yeah just that, everyone is six ten except for the guys who are seven foot yeah eight. we have point guards that are like six eight six nine well like, Giannis, Giannis is well and even Ben Simmons is six ten yeah, technically Ben Simmons is a point guard yeah he I mean he's not a good one but, tall. Yeah. but yeah he is almost seven foot but okay same thing Zach Levine's six foot eight yeah. you know and and yeah. and he's Short, you know, in quotations. Yeah, I, it's, you're exactly right. Which, uh, the, it's the fact that they, we've gone this perimeter oriented game to where yeah. we now need these big guys to be able to, you know, space it out and have room to hit from the outside. You know who and, started this? And I don't, Wardell. Oh, Steph Curry. Curry, Curry and his spacing, no doubt he's changed the game. For he sure. has, man. Because they went from being uh, risky shots to being shots that you just bank. Yeah. Well, what's you crazy know is, a- is like he's he's at the logo and he's still doing a dribble step back and draining them. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, did you see him in that All-Star game? Oh, like, yeah. Like, I know he wasn't being covered, but just to make those shots like it yeah. was nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, did you see the uh, – and I think this happened last year, but it, it's circulating around like reels and TikTok and stuff now of uh, Trey Young versus Luka. I had Trey had told Luca, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you space, shoot it from half court. Mm-hmm. Luca drains it from half court. Yeah, that, they make the they practice those shots. That's the thing. Is yeah, that that's nowadays crazy. they practice that. You so. remember, like back when we were playing ball, it was like if you shoot it from half court, coach came out and was mad. Because I'm talking you're messing he was around. Yeah, that's not a game time shot. You better not be shooting it. I mean, yeah, just don't pissed. be don't be practicing those bad shots that you're <laughs> never going to be able to take. Yeah. And in the modern day NBA, it's well, he shot from the it, opposite three ironic. point line. Oh, he sinks it. All right, you're and right. He's already it's ironic. On As a kid, I idolized Reggie Miller for this exact reason yeah. that he was able to get create spacing and drain a three pointer. Yeah, and I've never been the biggest guy, so I could never take it to the paint without getting just absolutely housed by all of the giant guys. Right. So I learned as a kid to shoot from the perimeter. Yep. And then you're right. Going through youth basketball, you're told no, you can't. You got to get that. up as close to the basket as you like. So it was sometimes ba- it doesn't work. For I me, was coach. taught all of those fundamentals and stuff too. And eventually, you know, a game 
I got out of the game because you're just not big enough to play. Right, yeah. But now they've modified this perimeter game, and it's I love it. I love watching these guys drain these threes. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that the, the big man has gone away because I still feel like that with a good big man you can utilize in the middle. Uh, you I can mean, dominate. You, you still have some dominating like, big Like, look how men. Vooch like, plays yeah. on the games where he plays in the middle, yeah. and he's not hanging and, out and in it, the perimeter. And it's the same thing, it's the same thing with Joel Embiid. Yeah, if absolutely. he if he's in the paint, he's dominant. But even Joel Embiid, he's shooting three pointers. You know, I mean, I understand that the game has changed, but I do kind of miss the days of Shaq. Yeah. You know, whenever they toss the ball into the big man, and it was just like, well, a battle we of either, the trees. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm either about to get put on a poster or I'm gonna make Shaq look bad. Yeah, I mean, the days of Patrick Ewing yeah. and David Robinson going back and forth over yeah. who's the best center in the league. Yeah, it, it, we don't have that. It's anymore. it's over with now because now it's like, okay, fine, you're stronger than me and you can dunk on me. I'm gonna go out here. I'm I'm gonna make all my threes. Yeah. Can you make yours? That's it, because I mean, Fooch is a my, is a three point. Shooter. My free throw shooting percentage is above eighty percent. What is yours? Yeah, and it's like, but you're the center. He's like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I mean, like, but I mean, you know, really, Kristaps was one of the one of the pioneers of big men who were who were you know giant snipers, as I call them. Uh, my uh, wife still says Porzingis sounds like something that you don't want to get. Yeah, I don't want to get a case of Porzingis. <laughs> you don't okay? want Porzingis. Yeah, people were like, where'd you get it? Ah, it's in my Kristaps. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> I got Porzingis down in my Kristaps, and it's no good. So, Just believe me. So why do we talk about all of this? It's because we lost one of our big men in Arkansas. Yeah, right. So, so again, so talk with, me off this ledge. Okay. What are we going to do? What do we got coming in there? Okay, okay. So check this out. I, I, hold on a second now. I'm going to do a breakdown of this. All, all, right. Right. all right. So Connor Vanover is one of these players that I'm talking about, a big man who has a three-point shot. So I think that he can be utilized elsewhere. He is not fitting the Eric Musselman style of smash mouth basketball. This is hard nose in your face. I'm going to run your legs off basketball. This is 40 minutes of hell. That's what this is. And shout out Nolan, you know, uh, because you you pioneered it, and Muss is is taking the ball and running with oh, is, it. Is Muss starting to incorporate full court press now? Um, you know, I don't know that we're actually looking at the true forty, but I'm talking about the attitude, the, the, the aggression, the, the, the uh, aggression, the the conditioning. You know, yeah. is preparing for that. Now, I would actually like to see Muss because I think that Muss is the type of coach that he could work out a full court press like that. Neither here nor there. So we'll get back on subject here. So you had like. Um, what was his name? Moore, uh, the the Moore kid. He transferred out. Uh, I don't have any idea what you know because he wasn't really a player. Yeah, it, they, it's no these disrespect. Are guys but, that were role players. Yeah, like. they were role players, which most of the time was. Yeah, it, we uh, lost some that weren't though. Yeah, well, we lost. Okay, so let, let's talk about just who all we've lost. Okay, okay. we lost Chris Likes, we lost Stanamude, and we lost uh, Trey Wade. To eligibility. Okay, they were yeah. they were graduate transfers. They played their game. I. I would venture to see them playing professionally at some point, maybe not in the league, but in a league, you know, whether it be G League, uh, European. Yeah, they're declaring something. themselves, right? Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they their eligibility is worn out. But yeah, their they, eligibility yeah. is done. So at this point, what, what harm is there in declaring? Declare for the draft, see if you get picked up. If you do, great. If you don't, live your life. Yeah. Um, but like, okay, so we, we've lost J.D. Note to the draft. Um Good luck, JD. You you made us proud. I, I'm I'm happy for you. I hope this works out the way you think it will. I, I'm not trying to be a pessimist because I, you know I'm a big JD Note fan. Yeah, I, I think don't he know that he's ready. I think he needed another year. 
I think if he would have had another year where he actually improved on what he did this year, then he would be first round. I, I think he could have been a very high pick in the first round. Jalen Williams has declared, but has not secured an agent. Yes. Uh, so therefore, he maintains eligibility. And he can it, change his mind. And he has already said if he does not go in the first round, he's not going. So I think that that's probably a smart decision. Oh, smart decision. I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Jalen Williams is going in the first round. Just Arkansas fans, be ready. Jalen Williams is not coming back. He is going in the first round. I don't think he's going high in the first round, but I do think he's going to be a first round. Which me, uh, that just means he's going to a better team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ho- I, I'm, I'm actually but hoping with, to see. I, you know, I am one that would. Oh, I always lean back, come back for another year, and get a little more season. But I want you yeah. to make your money while you make your money. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wasn't mad at like Isaiah Joe when he left because he left after the 2020 season when everything shut down before they could make it to the tournament. I'm just worried that Note is making a moody move here, where he's going to get picked up and he's got a chance to land on yeah. a really good team yep the problem is is moody is on a team with clay thompson and steph curry yeah exactly. and he's a guard yeah well but moody has got some minutes and he, he has. has done some scoring and he has, he has looked good when he's on the he's floor contributed but but he's not ever him. going to be a big time player yeah. until somebody like and that moves off i don't want jd note to do that same thing I, I would actually like to see jd note go to a team like maybe see i don't i want to see him go to a crap team where he is their guy? No, see, I, that's what I'm. I, that's what I'm agreeing oh, with. I, I would. I would like to see him go to like. You know, I, I hate being that guy, but Orlando's trash. Okay, yeah, I want a lottery pick for him. That's yeah, what I want. I want to see him go to Orlando to where he can be a star, and then he can go wherever he wants and be a star. You know, I, I want the same for Jalen Williams. I don't want to see them go to the Lakers or to the Warriors or to uh, the Nets. I, I don't want to see. Well, I'd like to see them both guess, go to the Bulls, but I that guess, wouldn't help them. Yeah, I guess you know? I can say it's like when Ronnie Brewer went to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. It was very exciting. We loved Ronnie here at Arkansas. Same he thing was with great. Bobby. He was a star, but we also knew that that's a tough spot for him to land on. Yeah. And with the talent around him, he got good playing time, yeah. but you're on a team that had Derrick Rose and you were always going to be the other guy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I, say, I think there's the potential for these two people. Moody, I had all yeah. the faith in, but now I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. He's playing well. I'm not I, saying I he's not playing that, I think that, once again, I think Moody has a long career. I don't know that he has a glamorous career, but I think he has a long career. You know, which, I, hey, but I, give I, me I that. Thought we, yeah. we said JD has uh, got the potential to be a team's guy. I, I think that JD Note could be a franchise player. Yeah. He could be. I, I don't think that'll happen right off the bat. I think he's going to have to go through a little bit of growing pains like Zach Levine did. You know what I mean? Like, because Zach Levine went to the Timberwolves and just like he was their guy, but like he was not, he's he not, was, it wasn't uh, notable. You when know? he went to Chicago, he was part of a trade. Yeah. He was not the trade, he was yeah. part of a trade. Right. Chicago got him as an accessory element in part of a trade. Yep. And he developed into what he currently is. Exactly. Right and I think that's a similar and road that's you're going to see JD Noakes. about it. And that's why I want to see him get paid during his offseason. Sure. I just hate the fact that he's had such a poor season due to his hamstring injuries. Yeah, and man, the Bulls are going to. It's not have a poor to... season by the way he's played. It's just his health. He's, yeah, his health struggling. has been bad. He's had to miss. He's had to do all that. And, and you can you see know, him limping out there. Yeah, it's it's no good, man. Like the Bulls, they're not going to make it far in the playoffs because nobody's healthy. Nobody like they they might have everyone besides Zoe back, but nobody's healthy. Yeah, and they finally opened up and said that he's not coming back. W- but we called that weeks ago. We I mean we've known for a month or, or more that Lonzo whenever wasn't they made back. the statement that his knee wasn't progressing in the way that they had expected. Yeah, exactly. It, so we knew they were going to shut that, him down because yeah. you have him for another three years. Exactly. Shut him down. Get him healthy because next year You're Lonzo Ball can come out and go off and be. 
everything you need him to be. Yeah. So uh, we we kind of jumped there. We my, did. My, we went, my, my fault because I did want you to wrap up and finish with the Razorbacks. Right, right, because right. we also have to address the fact that. Who is number one? That's right. So uh, let's just go into this. Okay, so we've lost those dudes. We've lost J.D. Note. We've lost Audis Tony uh, to the draft as well. I, I don't see Audis Tony going. Uh, I mean, he'll, he'll go. I think he'll get picked up. Second I think round. he's... Yeah, or I think later. he's going to... Yeah, or later. I think he's going to spend a lot of time in the G League and like the European League. I, I think he's going to... I think he's going to have to do that, and I could honestly... So did they declare... Because they think that their talent is good enough for them to be in the NBA and it's the right decision for them to make? Or did they declare because of this incoming freshman class their playing time would be limited and their stock is never going to be higher than it is off of a Final Four run? Okay. Elite Eight run. Elite Eight run, right. Okay, so I think the latter is the the case for uh, Audis Tony. I think that, and honestly, I think it's the case for JD Note. Um, I think Jalen Williams believes, "Hey, I'm I'm right for the picking. I can do whatever I want to do." I do, and 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 it's only because he's like, "Well, if I don't get picked up when I want to go, then I'm going to go back and play in college again." I'm huge fan of Note. I think he was remarkable and a star this year. Yeah. But there's something about Jalen that I look at him. I'm like that guy right there. He's Jalen is he's a, playing in the league. Yeah, Jalen Williams in the league for a while. Like to to coin some baseball fra- uh, phrases here. Jalen Williams is a dude, okay, and he he has the stuff. Yeah, he's got it. What that he he I look at Jalen Williams. I'm like NBA. Yeah, the way he plays, his his aggression. He's able to handle the ball. His overwhelming size. You know, I mean, I understand he's only sixteen, six ten. But he's a giant 6'10". That dude is a monster. Yeah, and he's competitive. He's aggressive. I like the aggressiveness. And I love his attitude. Uh, Like, even off the court, his attitude. Have you seen his TikTok or his Instagram and stuff? It's fantastic. I love keeping up with his Instagram because him and Devo are hilarious. I was uh, made aware of his decision, so that's why I started following his Instagram. But no, I have not been up to date on it. Oh, you should check it out. It's Because honestly, it's a 20-year-old kid acting like a 20-year-old kid. I love it. Yeah, he's not... So far gone yet? Like he's still just enjoying college. Yeah, man. And him and Devo do a lot of videos, and it's it's really funny. Um, they did one, and and someone did a duet to it on uh, TikTok, and they then they cut them off. They're like those guys are weird, but if you think they're going to beat Gonzaga tonight, you're crazy. And this is why. Blah 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 blah. And then we beat Gonzaga that night. So I thought that was fantastic. Um, anyway, neither here nor there. Um, so we're losing a lot of star power there. So let's talk about this upcoming class. Okay, we got seven uh, freshmen. Coming in seven, seven. Count that seven on a seven on a basketball team. Yes, and this isn't like an or not freshman. NFL. This isn't like a football team where you have seventy five players. No, there is a there are thirteen team. scholarships to give out. Yeah. So here's what we got: we got seven freshmen, all of which in ESPN's top one hundred. Yep. Three of which five star McDonald's All Americans. You know what I'm saying? These are serious ball players we got coming up. Anthony Black. Uh, was one of our five stars. Jordan Walsh, one of our five stars. Uh, Nick Argu- Smith. Uh, Walsh, arguably the best player in the country right now coming out of, yeah, out of uh, uh, high school. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then also in that conversation is Nick Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Smith uh, just is a pretty incredible ball player. Yeah. Um, and when I say pretty incredible, I'm being 
pretty conservative. This dude, this kid's got the stuff too. You I conservative? Mean, never. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Well. No. Anyway. <laughs> Another show, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, Nick Smith, uh, Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh, Joseph Pinion, uh, Barry Dunning. Um, I, I, I'm sorry to the, to the rest of you. I don't remember your names just because there's seven of you. On top of that, we have the Mitchell twins, Malik and Makai. I think is the names. Uh, either way, they're, they're two twin brothers uh, from Rhode Island. They are transferring. We are picking up um, Brazil from uh, Mizzou. He's transferring. Uh, we've got Jalen Graham from Arizona State transferring. Um, apparently, there was one more transfer. I, did, I don't, I, all, all I knew of was those four, but I got told. Trayvon that, Brazil. Trayvon Brazil, Trayvon. yeah, from Mizzou. Uh, Makai Mitchell. Makai Mitchell, Mikhail yeah. Mikhail Mitchell. Mikhail, not Malik, excuse me. Uh, Jalen Graham. Yeah. A hard commit, Anthony Black. Okay, yeah. And signed letters of intent, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, Darian Ford, Barry Dunning, and Joseph Pinion from Moralton. Oh, okay. So so we didn't get seven. We only got five. That's on there. So, you know, where we're currently at. That's the committed to Arkansas. Okay, so, so you have nine players right there. Out of yeah. your th- out of your thirteen, that, that in itself is a rotation that you could yeah. feasibly get by. On top season. of that, returning you have Kamani Johnson and Devo Davis, and possibly Jalen, and possibly possibly Jalen. Okay, so you have if Jalen Williams comes back, that right there, that's all thirteen. That is all thirteen scholarships right there. So that is why you're seeing everyone transfer out. It's not because we're tired of this school. So if you're one of the fans that start going against Musselman or these kids because they're transferring out, shut up. Pay attention to what's going on, okay? Read a book. Learn a book, okay? So if – look, I'm going to go ahead and explain this. I'm looking right here. Okay. Eric Musselman is what we call a basketball uh, genius, okay? Look – Trust his process. He has given you absolutely no reason not to trust him. So trust his process. His recruiting has done nothing but got better every year. Our records have done nothing but gotten better every year. Look, we've got back-to-back Elite Eight runs. We had a hard game against Duke where we did not play well. We wore out. Duke had a great shooting night, and we lost out in the Elite Eight. That is in no way, shape, or form a failure. You made it to the top eight teams in the country. I know. It's something to build on. Yeah, exactly. So, And that's what happened last year. That's what happened this year. I'm going ahead and I, I, I'm going to call my shot, okay? Because you know me. I'm, 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 if I'm forever a fan and I'm crazy about it, uh, but I'm not the only one who feels this way. No, you're not. I'm calling my shot 2023 national champions. I know I said it for 2022, but I was realistic about things. You're close. And you can't tell me that they didn't look like a team that could do it. But 2023 national champs is the Arkansas Razorbacks because of this team coming in. And let's not, you're not the only one with that opinion. No, so the, with not the, so early. Yeah, as the, they call the way it. too early yeah, poll. Yeah, way too early prestigious uh, poll that yeah, goes out there. Uh, after. Every year, way too early puts out the poll. Immediately Arkansas after the, is number one. Yep. And we are also picked in the way too early pick for the 2023 national champions. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I'm looking at these kids coming in. I'm looking at these men, young men that are transferring in. I'm looking at this coach. I'm looking at. Bud Walton and I'm going. This place is going to be something yeah, to be I, marveled. This I next mean, year. we didn't have the projections or predictions to be the national championship or champion after they won a national championship. Yeah. Here they weren't even favored right, to win. Right, and I this mean, this is remarkable. Yeah, this is this is something that I think. 
I think Eric Musselman is, is when it comes down to talking about a dude who's got the stuff, I, I think Eric Musselman is, is the guy. Uh, you know, whenever whenever we lost to Duke, all I could think was like, oh, great. Here we go. We're going to have uh, the, the same fans that, that are fans of other things we don't like. They're the ones like, lost to you, Luke. Fire the coach. I can't, I, I, I look, can't stand fans like look, that. If you, if, well, Arkansas fans are notorious for it. We're fire the coach. Fire the coach. I'm like, what? Why fire? Now, look, man, if we're talking. See, I'm uh, notoriously never should have hired that coach guy. But. Yeah. Well, like Chad Morris. Yeah, never should have hired that guy. But we did. So, what? It, you know, firing coaches, obviously, like whenever they got back to back two win seasons, like Chad Morris did, obviously, firing the coach is the answer. And look what happened. We got Big Daddy, okay? Sam Pittman, that, he's another dude, okay? I, I'm telling you, man, with the staff at Arkansas, the way things are moving, there is going to be a dramatic culture shift yeah, in you, Razorback Nation. You ask how Sam Pittman fit into the state of Arkansas in that football program? Like a glove. Yeah, like a glove. He is the to kid. Quote, to quote Scottie Pippen on Dennis Robin, the last dance documentary, yeah. how do you like fit? a glove. Like a glove. <clears throat> Like a glove. <laughs> Scotty, clear your throat. I'm better than Michael Jordan. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Hold, hold on, man. Pump the brakes. Yeah, wait a minute, Scotty. I was with you up until you said that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, so Arkansas's program, yes, you're seeing a lot of people transferring out, but you're seeing a lot of people transfer in. And look, say what you want about whatever you want. Eric Musselman has one job. It is to win. That is his job. Yeah, that's a hot seat. He's yeah. He his job takes. is to win. I and if I were Eric Musselman, I'd do exactly what he's doing. I would win by whatever means necessary. And he's doing it, man. He's bringing his his recruiting tactics must be the greatest because look at it. Look look at our recruiting class. Look at the transfers. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm not upset in the least. Everyone's talking about these twin guys. Oh, they're a lot of baggage. Blah blah. blah. It's been a panic since the transfer started happening, and sure. locally here anyway. Uh, Razorback fans, like you said, are quick to react and panic. Yeah. And that's what it happened, and that's why I wanted you to come on here and talk me off this ledge, because I yeah, know you man. follow the recruiting. Oh, yeah, You absolutely, keep track of bro. these things, so you understand these recruits. Yeah. You've taken the time to watch some of these high school players play on TV. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I mean the, the, the best example is I got to watch three at one time on the McDonald's All-American game. Yeah, yeah which and, that, think about that. Arkansas has three guys. Guys that were in an all-American game, which is the best in this country, yeah, the best high school age, players in the country, and three of those guys are on the Arkansas Razorbacks team, and yep. a, a starting lineup only has five. Yeah, uh, here's here's what I expect to see this this next year as far as starting lineups go. Um, uh, assuming Jalen Williams does not come back, I expect to see Devo Davis um, either as a starter or a sixth man. Okay, I would venture to say a starter because it's some experience on the floor. So I would say Devo, Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black, and then I would expect to see, uh, or excuse me, excuse me, no, uh, not Anthony Black. I expect to see probably the Mitchell twins playing as the uh, in the power forward and center positions. Which uh-huh. I mean, we in Arkansas we play positionless basketball. You know, yeah, we, we really do. At, at times, there's literally like four guards on the court. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had five guard sets before, and you know, it's just positionless basketball, uh, which uh, even a lot, though a lot of the game does yeah, that now. Honestly, yeah, exactly. That's the way the game works now. Which me personally, I'm a little too old school. I I kind of like you. You remember when Villanova, Villanova, Villanova did this uh, 
back, oh gosh, I can't remember the year, but it was a year when they went up against Memphis and Derrick Rose was on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had four guards in their starting lineup. And they just made a run in the tournament that was incredible because of those four guards. Yeah. People were like, this will never work long term. And here we are today. Yeah, and here we are. The game of basketball has changed. Yeah, it, it's a spa- shooting game. Spacing now. is what it is. Yeah. And it, it's, the, you know, learn, make your shots. Yeah. Make your shots and follow up with your rebounds. I'm about to say, in some aspects, I like it because it is more aggressive. Because it's exciting. It, yeah, it's a lot more exciting because most of the points are going to come off of uh, from long range or they're going to come off fast breaks. Yeah. And there's not going to – I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you got guys who can drive in, bang in the paint, and, and, and put a ball in. You know, I mean, as bad as I hate to say it, LeBron, he is great at, at making they, something out of nothing. Yeah, they don't play, uh, I guess, the way we would call it, the way we grew up uh, – NBA playoff basketball. Yeah, where it's like, a half, half court, man to man. You run your sets, and you the just, better team, better defender, better scorer is going to win that yep, game. That's right. Phil Jackson basketball. Yeah, not, that's what we're not, doing. Not anymore. Now we have a you know faster paced game yeah. where you're firing up a lot of shots, and they used to be poor quality shots. Now yeah. they're high quality shots. Yeah, because that's just the way it's changed. Everyone practices it yeah. more, so it becomes a higher percentage shot. So having more guards on the court doesn't even it, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter because anymore there's no like set offensive plays in most cases. It's all based off of screen yeah. and roll. And also, like we said, now we have six foot eight, six foot nine point yeah, guards. Exactly. So. so, I mean, what's the point? Now it's just, it literally, if you're running an offensive set, it's literally a screen and roll game. Yeah, uh, like pick, a, a screen pick and roll or yeah. you're... You're, Pick and roll, screen away, all these kind of things. You create backdoor cuts. I mean, you're you're literally playing, uh, you're literally playing street hoops. You know, that's what you're doing. Ways, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, honestly, watching these uh, guys play the modern style of basketball compared to watching what we grew up on, I wish they would follow up on their rebounds better because it does seem. Oh like yeah, they there do. is absolutely no need to rebound anymore. It, it's and like, that drives me nuts. It's like the offensive rebound. If you get them, it's out of luck. Yeah, or you have a big guy like a Giannis or a yeah. Embiid or Joker who can just do yeah. what they will do, but otherwise they jack it up and it's like, oh, I missed it. Time to play defense. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm I'm with and you. Then they don't I've, play defense. Yeah, and then they don't play defense. Exactly. <laughs> that defense and, and and rebounding. You know, some of the fundamentals that I'm so like that you teach the, yeah. the kids that you coach. Yeah. And they watch TV and they're like, why would we learn how to do that? Nobody else does that. And I'm like, because it's what you're supposed to do. So I wish aggression would still be there. That's why I still like college yeah, basketball. Yeah, like the stat line. What was it that Dennis Rodman had once? It was like no points, 18 or 20-something rebounds. He had 23 rebounds. Yeah. He had like 14 steals and eight fouls somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, what happened but to no, the six fouls? Yeah, no points because he wasn't focused on that whatsoever. Yeah. He, I think he did. He had a, a like eight assists in that game. Yeah, it was he had a, like 426 rebounds. But that's the thing is now we don't see those guys with massive amounts of rebounds. We right. see guys with uh, massive amounts of shots that they've shot. Yeah. And, jacked up and the game. sometimes, you know, somebody who had a 60-point game, which is very impressive, you know, if you look at their field goal percentage, it's – if it's if it's less than like thirty percent, you got sixty points. That's a lot of shots missed. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Especially uh, you know this past month, I believe we had a record amount of fifty point games, uh, right. scoring games. Now a number of those were remarkable scoring games. But my question is, how many of those are due to a lack of uh, quality defense? Yeah, well, I think a, a vast majority. Because I mean, if, if that per- same person, would they have got their 60 if they were going up under you know, Patrick Ewing in the 90s Knicks? Would they be able to get their 60? Or would they have to work a little harder to get that 60? Or, but, or maybe we're the, the direct opposite. Maybe they'd have had 80 back yeah, then. Maybe you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't know. But I think that 
a lot of reasons you see, like, I, I, here's one that I'm not comfortable ever taking away from, okay? I think that Kobe earned all 81 points. Hands down. Well, yeah, because the game was close. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. He had 81 points. And they needed them. Needed every one of them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that is something that I feel like is uncomparable. You know what I'm saying? To even, like, you know, I'm a Luka fan. But, you know, Luka puts up 60 in a game, and I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, he... Yeah, I mean, he hit 10 three-pointers, essentially. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's, it's Luca. Come on. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Either it, way. It, I think it's uh, – we're back to like a discussion we had last week about asterisks and where you put them. But yeah. um, the way the game has changed, where the rules have changed, I don't like how soft it's gotten. I am one of those people yeah. that say that this is ridiculous because I watched the Chicago Bulls play – gosh, it wasn't the Bucks the last game. This game before that – and they were calling so many fouls yeah. after they waited to see if the, the basket shot went, went in, in or not. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. What, what, what are we what, doing? What is this? Yeah. And then I, I love him to death. He's my guy. DeMar and that flopping. Every time he misses a shot, he's going to the ground yeah. to try to draw a foul. Well, now we live in a game where they review fouls. Yeah. So they take that, they look at it, and you see he missed the shot and then decided to just dive backwards. Yeah, so then they give him a foul for flopping. So then they don't call the foul. Or, or they just won't call They anything. just won't call the foul. They take it away. It's a waste of everybody's time. I understand why he flopped. Sure, to try to draw it. It's what they do, but I hate that that exists. I do too. The flopping thing has always been something that I, I thought was pretty soft. I mean, no, no thank God we talked about flopping. This brings it back to it. I, I said something good about LeBron earlier, and it's been eating at my soul. So, um, LaFlop? Yeah, so LaFlop James, though. Uh, Wait, what, what was it that, uh, gosh, uh, Brandon Graham of the Oak, uh, the Pelicans called him? Uh, LeBrick? Yeah, LeBrick. When, when he missed that shot, he yelled LeBrick. Yeah, LeBrick. <laughs> uh, that's good, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> or whenever uh, Tatum took him to the house and dunked on him, yeah, Jason Tatum just stared him down. Yeah, like they're here's they're the deal, testing man. Braun now, I know. I'm like, okay, look, listen here, old dog. The 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 young pups are, have come into their own, and they're they're thinking about eating you. Yeah, so you're gonna have to either really buckle down and, and play like a king. Yeah. By the way, that was the team that they were playing. Now I think about it, it was the Bulls and the the Celtics. Celtics. Whenever they yeah. just housed them. Oh, they God. were never in that game. Not from the tip off. The Bulls were never in that game. Yeah, that seems to be a a not so uncommon story for the Chicago Bulls. Now this year has been a little different. This year's been, been a, it's been an incredible year. It's yeah. a great year. I, by no means is a bad year. No, look at last year. I mean, look at us. We've been Bulls fans for our whole lives. Yeah. So we've been through some low lows. With this <laughs> yeah. Team. Uh, it's a great season. I don't think this will be their year to no. win just because there's too many flaws. Yeah. But look out for them next year. And I hope they make some uh, off-season changes with some of their role players Yeah. because I don't know what it is. I like the guys that they have on the team, but it's not getting it done. Yeah. Like, I like Derek Jones Jr. I don't want to see Derek Jones Jr. go, but, but I don't think that's working. Yeah, it's, that's kind of where I am. Um, I, I like Javante Green, but if Javante Green can get you something through a trade, yeah, you should get you rid should of make him. that because there's elements that you keep and there's elements that aren't working. I'm not saying so, blow the team up right. by any means. It's just I think there's some changes that have to be made. Otherwise, you can't just say Lonzo Ball coming back next year. Yeah, it's going to be the yeah the change because it's not – I mean, like, okay, you had a three-headed scoring monster at the beginning of the year with Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, and DeMar DeRozan, right? Then you had Alex Caruso coming off the bench just wreaking havoc on the entire game. 
Yeah. Like he was stealing the ball from Levine. It was crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just but I'm just saying he came in and he really messed things up for anyone we played against, you know. Um I mean you had that dynamic that it could be. Yeah. At and, the beginning of the year. And then, and then like everyone got unhealthy. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, uh, you know who we can blame for that? We can we can blame Grayson Allen, okay? I feel like it's necessary that we all say Grayson Allen He's is, been thrown to the ground twice since they've played. Yeah. Him. So do you think they've got their payback yeah. yet? Yeah. No, because not until like, he gets injured too. Not until his wrist is broken. Like <laughs> we we don't have to keep throwing him on the ground. Just somebody take a baseball bat, smack him in yeah, the arm, he'll be done. Uh, the last game they played before this most recent one, uh, DJ Jr. threw him to the ground. Yeah. Said it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. And no, did you watch game, that, though? It was clearly then, a retaliation. And, yeah. And then this last game with Vooch, Vooch wasn't on purpose. Yeah. I was like, Vooch, you're not a good actor either. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm actually of... I appreciate I, it. I, exactly. I remember basketball whenever you had enforcers in back when you had Dennis Rodman. Who would like if you did something cross to Michael Jordan to Scottie Pippen to to Ron Harper to Tony to any of them? There's a good chance Dennis Rodman was going to cheap shot you in the back and push you off into the stands, or do that to you because you got to remember we also uh, had Bad Boys Pistons at least whenever we were kids. Yeah, that's were yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. When we had and the that, Bad Boys Pistons and Dennis, Dennis was, was a pushing us around. Yeah, exactly. He was like, "I'm gonna beat up Michael Jordan." Yeah, they're like. What? You mean you're going to play harder than him? He's like, no, I'm literally going to beat him He never beat up Mike. He beat the hell out of Scotty. Yeah. (laughs) Bad. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I I will say that in the documentary that we keep always referencing, Last Dance, does point out the fact that they did come around, they did eventually get tougher and not take that abuse, and they fought back. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're saying now is, like, this game has gotten so soft, you can't fight back. The Bulls aren't fighting back. There's no fight. They fall behind... And then it's like they give up. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with that, but there's got to be a change with that. And I think that's where the chemistry needs to be shaken up. Yeah. And it's got to be those role players. Yeah, because right now I don't think you can get rid of any stars. I just don't think you can. No, Balls no hasn't been healthy, hasn't had a fair shot. You got to see yeah. him running your point. And you, you, Caruso's you, been. You can't get. Rid yeah, of you can't Caruso. Ri- get rid of Caruso. You can't get rid of Ball because you can't get what, rid of Demar Levine. You or can't Vooch. get rid or Vooch. Exactly, yeah. those five right there. And what are you going to get rid of? Your your rookie of the year. You going to get rid of Desumu? Yeah, the no. diamond in the rough that people yeah. like. Well, where this guy comes? Yeah, from? exactly. You can't get rid of Desumu. You can't get rid of the other five. So what do you do? I mean, you got Kobe for another year. So. You know what I'm saying? Like if you gotta if you gotta free I up some money, I think you gotta cut Derek Jones Jr. loose. Yeah, I, think I think you gotta you trade cut Kobe. I I you think trade Kobe? I think you trade Kobe. I I, think I, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. I just he's not progressed. He was drafted to be a point guard. He never progressed to being a point guard. We saw that early, yeah. and there is something there to him as a shooter. Like yeah. he, there's something there. I just think that he's a part that you can trade and get value. Yeah, but well, okay, yeah, I was about to say, but you can't get rid of him. But yeah, you, on, through a through a trade, I was thinking because he has another year in his contract. But through a trade, you know, yeah, yeah. And I've been one that was like, this guy is our future. You got you got to keep. Oh, I thought you so. Got, you got to keep Levine. You got to keep White. You build around that. Yeah. Well, but the once team, they brought Ball and Caruso, the and, game and, changed. Yeah. yeah, they they changed everything. And Dosumo's development. That's already two point guards right there. Yeah, I would say and, because Dosumu is better than Kobe. White. And you also have Caruso who plays a sh- uh, shooting guard point guard hybrid position. I say he plays a shooting guard uh, point guard small forward yeah. power forward. Yeah, he plays position, what you, you need know. him for. So he's in that in that mix with Levine and DeRozan. Where, he's also where been go? he's also been taken over for Billy Donovan from time to time. You know <laughs> so. So I, I don't know what you do here. Is Tristan Thompson an element that you move? I mean, you just got him, but he's... To me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would be like, let's trade Kobe to get something out of it. 
Let's get rid of Tristan Thompson. I, honestly, I at, would say all of your role players. At the trade deadline, him. there was a lot of Bulls fans that were screaming, trade Vooch, trade Vooch. Yeah. He, we'll get something but I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I think we the get Bulls more out of him win. by keeping him. Yeah, the Bulls win when Vooch plays yeah. well. If anything, try to get some consistency out of him because whenever he plays like a big guy that yeah. he is – then everything else flows through him. You get him his five touches, his five shots a quarter, where he shot the ball at least 20 times at the end of the game, you're probably looking good. If he doesn't get that many touches and doesn't shoot that much, then that means you're shooting too many perimeter shots where DeMar and Levine are trying to do too much, and that's where your problem lies. So that's just me on the outside analyzing it. But I don't think you get rid of Vooch. I think you keep him and you work around that. So I'm hopeful for the future. Plus, you have all these people that are giants in the in the East that'll just bang the hell out of you. Yeah. So I think you keep him and you you let White and those other parts go. I, I yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, all right. Well, I tell you what. Let's let's kind of shift gears off of basketball. Um, just real briefly, uh, Arkansas baseball is back, baby, and it's cooking again. Uh, my wife's cousin um, through marriage, but you know my my wife's um, stepmother is the aunt of the infamous Connor Nolan. Um, so my wife's cousin is, is Connor Nolan. And yesterday, uh, my goodness, what a game he had. Uh, just, I'm talking burning them down all day long. Looked great. It's a fantastic game. He played well into, uh, well, he played through the seventh inning. And then Zeb Vermillion comes in uh, in the eighth and finishes everything up. It was an eight to nothing win uh, for the Razorbacks to open their series against Florida. So they play again this evening, and I'm ready for that. That'll be good. By the time you're hearing this, uh, Arkansas will have won the series 2-3. to three. Um, I say that because we're notorious for, win- for losing tonight's game, and so, you know, that could happen. Jackson Wiggins will be on the mound tomorrow, so we should have a, we should have a good shot. Uh, I don't know who's going to start tonight. So the Dave Van Horn's just doing Dave Van Horn things. And yeah, DVH is just there. out there being DVH. Oh, I do too. It's Hagen Smith. Hagen Smith is going to be starting on the mound today. So, you know, throw some heat, buddy. We need it. Um, yeah, I say that as if we're a scrub team. We're the number two team in the nation again, uh, which is pretty normal for us to be around the one, two, three, four, five. Um, you know, we've we've been as low as eight in the past few years, but, you know. Not everyone's perfect, you know, so we got to okay. stay in the top 10. Um, here's the deal uh, with Razorback baseball. We're stuck in purgatory. Um, we, you know, I kind of feel like the Ricky Bobby speech. You know, I'm saying, well, here's the deal. We're the best there is, okay? We wake up in the morning, piss excellence, you know? We, we do all this, but we're not winning at the end of the season, right? When we get to the later part, once we start getting to June, you know, the end, you know, or at least mid-May, uh, we start seeing ourselves, you know, Omahogs, Omahogs, yep, we're going. And we go. Uh, but we're not going to make it very far, and I can't stand that. We we went to the World Series, what, four years ago now mm-hmm. um, with the infamous Carson Shetty call-off that lost us the series, um, you know, which he's playing for the Orioles now, so good good work, Carson. Uh, whatever. Not that I'm bitter. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I, I can't even say that this is our year because we've just been stuck in purgatory. Like, we can win. We can be the best there is all year long. But are we going to win at the end when it really counts? Are we going to be there? Got to bring that championship here because you do everything else. But if you don't have that ring, yeah, that's right. a thing without that ring. Yeah, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got a ring. All right. Uh, just I ask speak. Tom Brady. His 
Yeah. Idiot self is coming back to eat um, another one. Gonna say, speaking of baseball, the baseball season has started. With baseball season officially started. That's awesome. I am. I just got a notification that the Red Sox and the Yankees game has started. Yeah. So uh, I'm ready for Sunday night baseball because the third game of the series will be on ESPN prime time for the Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees. I'm hoping we reinstate the curse of the great Bambino. Because and they never win anything ever again. Yeah, and they never win anything ever again. Why do I have that sense of hatred? Why do I have that towards Boston? Because I'm a Yankees fan. That's why. No, that's the end of the story. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, <laughs> it's the same reason I hate the Philadelphia Eagles, because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. It is what it is. I don't like the Washington uh, silly nannies either. What's their, what's their mascot now? It's... A, it's I don't know. I don't know. The Washington Commanders, DC, Commanders, 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 right? The silly nannies, yeah. yeah. So the, the Washington I like, State. I almost said Sentinels. I'm like, no, that's, that, a, that's on the replacement. replacements. It would have been a better name. <laughs> it would have been the Washington Sentinels. So baseball season underway, too early to tell on that. But what I can say is this. Don't get too caught up in all that nonsense, man. Just sit back and enjoy a game. Man. Yeah, just enjoy Relax it. on a Sunday I, I afternoon, I don't think enough people appreciate the pastime that baseball can be. Yeah. Like, they get bored with the balls and the strikes. Sure, and the yeah. The length of the game, it's three hours. Feels like you're doing nothing. Yeah. But if you sit back and you really enjoy the beauty that is a baseball game, yeah. you should try it sometime. Yeah, it's man. incredible. Especially if the end of the game, when it's close, yeah. the excitement that there can be where every pitch is so yeah. vital. yeah. Give it a chance, man. It's not oh, as boring yeah. as you think, uh, but some people say the same thing about golf. And I mean, I haven't watched the Masters, but I know that it's going on right now, and it's important, and I know that there's somebody who's made some type of a comeback or something. Oh, you're talking about uh, everyone's favorite, Tiger Woods. So Tiger has uh, been a beloved sports figure for most of America for Twenty some odd years yeah, now. A while since nineteen ninety seven. I think. Yeah, exactly. He he really came onto the pro circuit in the late nineties, and boy, made a splash. Uh, I mean, seriously, was sponsored by Nike almost immediately. Was yeah. just they really created started, their own brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tiger Woods has his own Nike line of golf apparel of. Uh, uh, balls and it was you know. uh, the premiere and the elite equipment yeah. and yeah. everything about it was the best and i bet you say i mean but whenever you think tiger woods yeah of course you think golf but you think nike you think buick you think you know you think about all these things that that at least you did uh whoops uh so you think nannies yeah now you think about the nanny and not the ones from Washington, not the silly nannies. We're talking about the au pair, okay? So obviously, Tiger had his scandal. Yeah, and, and he fell so hard from grace pretty quickly, and, which... But here's the deal. Here's why I don't agree with that, okay? Now, to a certain extent, I do, because I understand you're in the public eye. Marketability. You're, you're marketability, exactly. You are the Michael Jordan of golf, yeah. okay? You are the wholesome... Squeaky clean. Uh, this is you know, the, be like Mike, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, if you're the golf version of that, to be like Tiger, you Except know? those what, temper tantrums he used to throw. I yeah, where he broke, uh, his, yeah, broke his... his guy so entitled. So anyway, he fell from grace with, with his scandal, yeah. right? He starts to kind of make somewhat of a comeback, but nobody's forgiven this cat, like it seemed like. You know what I'm saying? Then, this sounds so messed up. Uh, I'm going to reword that. I, he, 
Lemonade was made, okay? Life gave Tiger lemons, and I don't think he did anything, but somehow there was lemonade, okay? So he has this terrible car accident, right? And he, like, breaks his back or something? Like, it was... It was yeah, a big it was, deal. It was a pretty pretty massive. And I think there's drinking or something involved. Sure, well. yeah. All... I don't even know if he actually got seriously injured. Yeah, but I, I, I but either way, uh, this happens. Tiger Woods drops off the face of the earth. We're like, nope, well, that's the end of the Tiger era. Well, actually, actually, if you recall, he had the scandal. Right. And then his performance on the course yeah. dramatically declined oh, yeah. and he yeah, yeah, was yeah. not winning and he was struggling. Yeah. And people were like, so you get what you get. You deserve what you yeah. get, you cheater. <laughs> yeah. And then, you cheater. I'm like, this is then, my private business. Y'all stay out of it. This is what America loves, the comeback. Yeah. He started, you know, getting out of the media spotlight and worked his butt and worked yeah. his butt until right. he won. He won. He yeah. won again. Yeah. And he people started winning. jump back on that bandwagon. Oh, but quick, though. Quickly, that, yeah. That's what I was about to say. And that's what's then, so remarkable about and it. And then he had an accident that completely right. derailed all of that progress to where he right. we didn't know if he was going to make it because I think he got life-lighted. It yeah, was so I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a so, pretty serious thing. So he's made the comeback, and here he is participating in the Masters again. Yeah. But, and doing well. But what a wild trip it has been. Yeah. It just goes to tell you, no matter how wholesome they are, they might still stoop the nanny. We don't know. But all I'm saying, what I was getting at with that is, I understand he's kind of a role model figure. Yeah. He was very wholesome, and that's the way he was being marketed. But like that was his personal life. Yeah. And I have a problem with people airing out personal life in the media. And I understand whenever you live in the spotlight, it comes with the well, territory. It was so so wild and dramatic. With it, her it, chasing well, yeah, him with a golf club. Yeah, her trying to beat him with a golf club, dragging him out. Get out to the car. You remember the uh, South Park thing? That was hilarious. Get out to the car. You, you know, calling yeah, him all kinds yeah. of terrible things. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger's made a comeback. And for his sake, great, man. Great job. I'm glad that this is working out. I'm glad that you're able to come back to where whenever you do decide that you're done, you can leave on a high note. And I think that that's awesome. Um, Tiger's comeback has overshadowed a few things. Um, You know, like when the hippo and his uh, tiny cub, do hippos have cubs or they just have babies? Whatever. Little baby hippo. Uh, in, oh, no. in other words, John pups? Daly and his son, they did that that, that father-son tournament, Tiger and his son. Oh, yeah, Or yeah. Tiger and his kid, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Tiger's son's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was on so, the come up. Yeah, the, exactly. Tiger's son's on the come up. John's son's on the come up. And they played this tournament. John and his son, of course, won the tournament. And Tiger is making a comeback. And I was like, yeah, but John won. He's like, Tiger Woods, can you believe it? I was like, I understand, and I'm happy for this dude. But, like, he didn't win. Like, let's talk about who won. He's like, Tiger Woods won our hearts. I'm like, you know what? Maybe he did. He did win my hearts. I think what you're finding is it goes back to that ugly thing we talked about in our previous show. It's the media is kind of going to decide what they want to focus on. Yeah, exactly. No matter what it is. And you're not going to be able to get around it because that's what the talking point's going to be. And they're going to just talk over you. That's right. So. It is what it is. Uh, so that's golf news. That's baseball. That's basketball. Football is uh, a thing that will start up again uh, in a few months, but we'll talk about that when the time comes. What about curling? Are we into curling? It's on Peacock Network. I mean, you know I get, it is, girl. I get notifications about well, it every let day. Let me tell you something. I decided to watch curling on the Olympic Network, okay? Yeah. Bro, this is something I it's could intense, represent. Right? I could represent our country as a curler. That is such a dad Sweet. sport. It's like a more expensive hobby than cornhole, but it is equally as dad. Okay, that sport is so dad, Shuffle it comes home on lunch sweeping. to play Goldeneye. Okay, 
That's that's a dad sport. Ice skating, shuffleboard with brooms. Yeah, man. Yeah, just throw this weight. You don't throw it, you just glide. Yeah, glide. Yeah. I, I don't know what the scrubbers are doing in front of them, but it's supposed to be stopping it, I guess. Yeah, I, I, was saying, I think there's one that smooths, and there's one that, that actually scratches. Yeah. Like, they find so, the groove. That way it follows that groove, and it guides it to where it want, you want it yeah. to go. And then the other one's trying to stop it so it doesn't continue momentum yeah. to carry it past where you want it. Yeah. But to do that at such a high level is remarkable. Hey, it is, and man. It's and it's addictive to watch. I don't bro, know that's why. What that's what I'm finally getting at, is like, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, curling? Why would I sit and watch that? It's so boring. Because if you sit and watch it, you won't change your mind. You also won't change the channel. Yeah, you're just you can't. I don't know what happened. even if you're sitting there mocking how ridiculous. Oh yeah, it is, you you, then it. you realize that it's been on for two and a half hours. You're like anybody can do this. And you're like, oh, how long have we been watching this? It's like it's three in the morning. What am I doing? I got to go to bed. You know, I got work in the morning. I'm like, oh, if he can get this, got it. You know. Uh, so I don't know. Anyway, knock that those was, Canadians down a peg. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Canadians are probably like, oh, you know, I mean, if you can knock us down a peg, that's a great job on your party. Eh? And I'm like, quit being so nice to me. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Canadians are the nicest people on the planet. It's true. Oh, they're incredibly talented. I mean, not, not to sound like I'm generalizing, but I've noticed that there's so many people. <laughs> I, I think that's a generalization that yeah. Canadians are like, I mean, it's, it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that there's so many people that it's like, Canada is just like, so much talent, man. Yeah. It's for such a small country, really. Hey. Huge landmass, but as far yeah. as population. As far as population, is not like, like, there's a lot of frozen, barren wasteland in the north. Oh, look, he's back. <laughs> uh, and the frozen wasteland, anyway, we won't get into that. Um, do we got I, anything else you want to add? I think we're good, brother. Okay. Well, um, I, think, uh, I, I think we're in good shape uh, to go ahead and wrap this up on a little bit of garbage time sp- Sports. If you are a sports fan, you know what garbage time is, so I am not going to explain that to you. Uh, but if you like this sports show, man, go ahead and like maybe send us a, a letter saying, hey, you know, we like this. This is good. Keep it going. If you're like not feeling it at all, then just be like, hey, we're not feeling it. We're not going to listen. We're going to keep making the show anyway. So <laughs> what? Yeah, we got to talk about it. Yeah. So there's yeah, that. We have these discussions anyway. We're just recording them now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's essentially all this is. This is us recording us. What we talk about. Talking. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish it was, I wish it was deeper than that. These are just the conversations we were going to have either way. So from BT and from myself, we'd like to bid you good night and uh, enjoy the seventh inning stretch. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.